All right, awesome. I'm here with Rob and Daniela from Zulu Pods. Um, here at the Parts Based PB Expo, day two. How's the show going for you so far? Well, thank you guys for having us on. We really yeah. appreciate it. Uh, it's been great. Uh, it's actually been a team bonding experience for us. We're a product of uh, COVID, so okay. a lot of our team is remote. So we've been able to uh, you know, meet each other uh, in the flesh here and hang yeah. out. And uh, we've had some great conversations with potential partners and um, uh, investor type folks. So okay. it's been a success. Yeah, educating them on our product and who we are since we're young, 20 months old. Okay. Um, yeah, it's been it's been fun. Cool. Well, educate us on on your company and and what you're all about. Yeah, so I can I can talk to it. Okay. So Zulu Pods is um, we're creating this simple lubrication system. Um, so it started with you know we have experience in the aerospace field, Rob and I. Um, I I worked with you know internals of the engine. And then eventually the outside design of the lubrication system. Okay. At that point, it was like Rob was working on smaller engines. And we came at this crossroads where we're like, they're trying to shrink these big parts into a smaller engine where it only needs to last an hour or 15 minutes because their missions are shorter. So we're like, instead of bringing oil from the outside in, why don't we bring it from the inside out and get rid of the tank, the, the pump, the tubes. And this is what... The product is now it's okay. a handheld lubrication system all inclusive of a pump a tank and it delivers oil to the baron very cool mm -hmm. all right and so how long did it take you to come up with this idea and actually end up with a design like this so this uh this little guy here uh we call this z-pod 2.0 our early prototypes were um analogous to the Tide Pod for the jet engine. So okay. they were literally oil in little plastic pods. Okay. Um, and But this actually, uh, it's probably taken us four or five months um, to come up with this, uh, you know, near, near product design. Okay. We've got some validation work we need to do this year, but right. we're uh, looking forward to some actual engine testing fourth quarter this year. Okay, very cool. And so what's the, what's like the target uh, type of aircraft or engines that you're looking for this to be installed in? Yeah, it's a um, great question. So um, like Daniela talked about, think of there are some small turbojets that last 15 minutes, half an hour, an hour. Those often power things like defensive cruise missiles or swarm drone or, you know, autonomous vehicles. So that's our kind of a beachhead customer and this is our beachhead product okay. but what we're really doing is reimagining the lubrication system through this idea of a decentralized lubrication system and that has applications in many different sectors um, there's this problem or a phenomenon that is called loss of lubrication that can happen in any mechanical system but think about things like helicopters um, and or uh, uh, turbojets that are powering um, wind turbines, our, our fighter engines, wind turbines in the middle of the ocean. Uh, we can take these little pods and place them strategically, kind of like a fire suppression system in a building. Right. And our IP actually has smart pod. We have smart pod technology within our IP portfolio, and the pods will be able to sense what's going on 
and actually start delivering oil if there's a loss of lubrication phenomenon. So Interesting. we're talking about you know saving people's lives and saving multi-million dollar assets. Very cool. And so in comparison, like the traditional way of lubricating this type of equipment, it's having more of like a centralized uh, reservoir where lubrication sits and then you have to deliver it to the different pieces mm -hmm. of equipment, whereas this is a more localized version of that. Am I so, getting that right? That's a perfect right. description. Okay. That is absolutely <laughs> perfect. So to, to, to what you're saying is when you can bring the lubrication closer to what we call the working zone, you now shorten that distance and you automatically reduce the complexity in the system and you reduce the cost. Right. That's the awesome. The cost, the weight, yeah. even the performance. Yeah. Very cool. And so you had mentioned that this is actually a 3D printed uh, component. Um, what has that process been like, and and how do you how did you go about getting this uh, 3D printed? Yeah, do you want to talk? No, you can talk. Okay, I'll talk. Okay. So um, we've developed quite a, a a partnership with Velo 3D. Uh, they are okay. a, um, a company based in California, and they have a, a mission to create uh, what's called support-free um, additive manufacturing, where you could go digitally design something. They want to, They want us to live in a world where they could take that rendering from the computer and just go print it with no right. um, constraints or restrictions. So we have a strong partner in Velo 3D. Um, some of us on the team have some additive manufacturing experience from our past lives. Okay. And we're working with the Velo team, and um, there's some internal features you can't see in here, but We've uh, printed now a bunch of pods with a lot of success in terms of being able to build them and remove powder. Um, structurally, uh, the materials are sound, um, even though they're 3D printed. So uh, we're really excited about 3D printing. It really, uh, for us as a company, allows us to do things that would take months and we can, right. we can pump out pods in 24 hours. Right. Mm -hmm. So. Even like the design capabilities, there's geometries that you wouldn't be able to print with traditional manufacturing that you can get with 3D printing. Right. So like that's also uh, an added benefit. Very cool. And so as you look at, you know, I know you said there's still some testing and things to do. What What's the plan for this year and, and what's your path in actually getting these, you know, in active equipment? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a great question. So we've got uh, a strong... Um, validation roadmap um, where we have strong strategic partners in places like Velo, some other partners. Uh, we'll, we'll, we've got some testing lined up, um, you know, really all year. Um, there's a targeted test in the uh, late summer time period where we'll actually take a Z-Pod, we'll meter oil appropriately, integrate that into a shaft and bearings and have a, think about like a mechanical rig Right, um, and that'll be that gives us a that's a uh, a point where we now have a sellable product. Okay. Um, and then looking forward, uh, we've also got some engine testing lined up with a company fourth quarter this year. So you know we really think about second half this year we'll have a sellable product. Okay, very cool. And is the product something that ideally is installed as like the as whatever component is being built and kind of comes standard from the OEM, or is there an opportunity to kind of retrofit different pieces of equipment with something like this? Great question. Do you want to so I think there is um, 
I mean, this mostly is for like development engines, right? And I think you can speak more to the retrofit. Sure. Yeah. So um, there's a couple uh, we can uh, you can think about if you were designing a brand new engine, a paper engine, it's commonly called. We would go integrate this from day one. Um, right. The the nice thing though about what we're doing is that there's also an opportunity to retrofit existing uh, product lines. So think about early in a engine's contract life. Um, there is oftentimes an appetite to still go look at cost reduction for that engine. Right. And our design, because we leverage the shaft and in some uh, designs, it becomes a very accessible place where we can easily go install this. Right. And um, the modifications are uh, palpable, I'll say, where okay. you know, customers would, would look at this and say, hey, um, I think we could go modify this engine, not destroy it, you know, type of thing where right. it has to be totally redesigned. Right. And they get significant cost and weight and performance increases as a result of that. So we can play in the new engine world, the development engine world, like Daniela said, or we can go retrofit existing product lines. Very cool. Well, it's exciting. Really it's cool really stuff. It's really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. cool. Um, anything else you want to add? I guess where, where can people um, find you and, and learn more about your product? Yeah, so uh, www.zulupods.com. You could come okay. find us there. Um, you could find us on LinkedIn, Daniela LinkedIn. Sladen, Rob Sladen. Um, we're just uh, we're excited for the uh, disruption that uh, this will bring. And um, mechanical systems, lubrication systems are something that's usually overlooked. Right. And, uh, we look at that as an opportunity. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for stopping by. It was great meeting you and best of luck with everything this year. Thank you Thank guys you. so much for having us. Yeah. Thanks.